Lean forward slightly. Look straight at the speaker. And listen with a sparkle in your eye. As though you might be thinking, gee, this is the most wonderful thing I ever heard in all my life. Straight out of the burbs of L.A., this is So I Married a Movie Geek. Welcome to So I Married a Movie Geek. I'm Chrissy McQueen, co-host of this here podcast with Justin Winters. <laughs> He's laughing at me as usual. This here podcast. This here podcast. This here podcast. <laughs> uh, if you never listened to us before, we are a podcast wherein we review movies that Justin has seen. He is the movie geek and that I have not seen because do, do we really I don't re- see anything. review movies? Yeah, no, more like. <laughs> Maybe discuss them while we drink beer and wine, respectively. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Well, I don't know. Do we are we file ourselves under a movie review oriented podcast, right? You file yourself. Well, I mean, like if you were to file us under a category. Yeah. No. Maybe. Like the old school card catalogs when you went to the the library. <laughs> what were those things? Yes, called? card catalogs. Card That's exactly catalogs. what they were called. And they were, how were they, how was yours separated by? The the little number system, the Dewey Decimal System. The Dewey Decimal. There you go. Yeah. Oh, I love the card catalogs. Really? Those are great. So like if you could go back in time, you would scrap the internet and get rid of. <laughs> let's let's not get, go crazy now, Oh, Chris. okay. Well, I'm just making sure. I also loved it Encyclope- uh, Encyclopedia Britannica, but you know. Oh my God. <laughs> there are a lot to lug around. No, From I'm talking about place. the online version that was like oh, on Windows 95. See, I'm talking about the old school like print version. Oh, hell no. Yeah. So I'm older than you. By three years. So when... I'm sorry, I don't like books. So you don't like books, Chris. I do like books. But man, can I tell you how many papers I wrote by co-opting from the Windows 95 Encyclopedia Britannica where like I basically would read it and then I'd absorb it and then paraphrase it. And then I would justify it to my mom by telling her... Isn't that what research really is? You read something, absorb it, and then put it in your own words? Because that's what I'm doing. Oh, my gosh. You're like a baby genius, Chrissy. <laughs> you were on the internet a lot earlier than I was as a kid, too. I was. We got it early. So what's what's going on, Chris? What's well, going on this week? We got back from our family vacation. Oh, gosh. Which our daughter, Brooklyn, cannot stop talking about. Oh, to gosh. anybody who will listen. Oh, gosh. We went to Florida. I'm like, yeah, we did. We did. Brooklyn, it's over now. I went to Disney World. So overall, um, I, I think we had an amazing time. Yeah, we. Why Why just you? Not me too? No, it was the proverbial we, everyone. Ah, okay. Uh, but not going to lie, it was a little rough in spots. Well... When you have four people in one hotel room, which, by the way, we changed eventually. We went to a rented house. But for the first part, we're all in one hotel room. And, you know, you have a four-year-old who's like, I'm scared. I don't want to be alone. And then a two-year-old who's like, look at me. I figured out how to climb out of the pack and play. And then we have to go to bed at like seven. Oh, man. It was a a nightmare in spots. It was crazy. Yeah. That part sucked. Having a house is like leveling up by a hundred Oh my god! With, right, with these two kids. After you, Justin, that was your first Airbnb experience. I'm pro Airbnb, guys. Yeah, and VRBO. Yeah. Was it my first? I guess it was my first. It was your first that I know of. Yeah, 
I think I've been just like studying Airbnb just without using it for a while. So I was like, oh, it was actually the first time I was. Wait, you've been studying Airbnb? No, just like like a cool place to browse. Oh, like okay. Like I go to the Kauai Airbnb all the time. Do you I'm really? Like, Dude, I would totally live in this rainforest like uh, <laughs> tree house. With, with I didn't know that was something you beds. did. And I'm like, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't do this. That's hilarious. I didn't realize that was something you did. But maybe I would. So, but maybe. Um, biggest overall disappointment was we went to Magic Kingdom. Um, it was pretty great. It's a pretty great day. Totally. Um, rained a little bit, but not too much. Well, we were lucky because when we first arrived, we were in uh, South Florida, and it rained incessantly for yeah. days. Yeah, and Christy's kind of scared of rain. Like, well, I grew up in she, Southern California, guys. It's it, like let's be real. What is rain? People here just like you would think it was lava. Like the floor is lava. <laughs> <laughs> it is. The instead of, say, instead of walking around going, the floor is lava. Justin, the floor is lava. He just walks around and he goes, Chrissy, rain, rain is coming. Did you check the seven day? It's coming. And I go, no. People get crazy around here, right? Anyway, <laughs> um, so the second day we were like, where are we gonna go? Because there's four options for parks. I like even asked a bunch of people I knew. I put a poll on Twitter asking, and the consensus was Animal Kingdom. Yes, with our kids' age levels, um, our interest. One of my big interests for choosing Animal Kingdom was going to these this new Avatar Land. That everybody's talking about that's been around for less than a month. I feel like I tried to warn you about this. Like I don't even like. I've seen Avatar. I think once in the theater, and I'm not like a super Avatar fan, but I'm like, dude, I want to be an Avatar monster or whatever that thing was uh, i want to ride on this were, dragon thing in this those people are called the navi people expi- experience so i knew t- those two rides one where you're like you're the navi like you're on this thing and blah 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 like riding through you know the sky and stuff i was like that sounds pretty cool and then it was like it's a small world but it's navi you know <laughs> When you're like riding a boat and you're like, oh man, animatronic Navi, you know? <laughs> and I was like, okay, our family would probably like that more. So I was like, okay, if we, and then the one thing on online, the big thing was you can only get one fast pass for either the Avatar rides, the two main ones. Right. So I was excited about it, right? Yeah. Very fast, much so. Fast forward to, we walk up to the fast pass place and what? Did somebody tell us or we just no, saw it on the I, you No, I was in charge of doing it. And I was like, so here are our options for Fast Pass. And you were like, Avatar, Avatar. And I'm like, it's 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 not an option. And you're like, what? It was the main, one of the main reasons. And then you went. were like, you're not doing it right. And I'm like, no, it's really not an option. Look. And I pointed I'm, at the screen. I'm sorry. I was just like, I was. that's probably the angriest I was the whole trip. You were it was unreal. It was like watching a kid be told that Santa didn't exist. You were like, what? And then I'm like, look. And then I showed you. I'm like, it says no fast passes for this attraction. And then do you want to of them? Do you want to know what your immediate reaction was? What? As it usually is whenever there's a crisis. Uh-huh. Chrissy. <laughs> I did. If I did, I'm sorry. You're like, I looked it up and it said it does it. I'm like, well, I'm telling you right now. Gosh. The screen says it doesn't. And you were like. I wanted, well, to, I wanted to punch Animal no, Kingdom in the face. I remember exactly what you said. You're like, well, if I would have known that eventually at some point in time during the day, they stop fast passing for it, maybe I would have come here earlier. And you uh-huh. gave me a look like a death stare. <laughs> and I looked at the kids. I'm like, 
Who wants to go to a bug's life? I did some great stuff on the trip, guys. Oh, I thought that was a lead-in. I was like, what did you, what did you do? <laughs> no, I'm hoping you will talk positively about me. Oh, oh, yeah. If it's a lead-in for me, I'll talk all day long. So the first four days of the trip, I was working. And when I say working, I don't mean like nine to five, you know, oh, I'll see you guys for breakfast and then also in the evening. No, I mean like I'm gone 16 hours. And Justin handled those two kids completely single-handedly in a state he's unfamiliar with in the rain. So I took two kids to like a ginormous Chuck E. Cheese, Chrissy. I heard. And I haven't stopped hearing about it from Camden. I might as well have taken two like seriously competitive um, little drunk people to (laughs) Chuck E. Cheese. Because these kids will go straight up crazy. Oh, yeah. At the same time. Like... We were at the mall and on, on a different day, and I thought we'd lost Camden, and he had just like ran away. The kid's obsessed with escalators, and he if he sees one, he will run towards it. <laughs> he won't but, stop. But the funny thing is, is that place that you were talking about in the Florida Mall, like he didn't even there was no escalator. He just decided he was like, I guess I'm gonna go find one now. Well, he knows like if I'm going to a mall, there's a good chance there's gonna be escalators involved. So he just played the odds and said, I'm just gonna run towards where one might be. I don't care if my, my sister's that way and dad's trying to find both of us, but... No, you know what he, he sees when he surprised that? He's like, opportunity. <laughs> and he goes the opposite way. He did that to me this morning. We were out shopping uh, for breakfast stuff for Father's Day. Happy Father's Day, by the way. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, yeah. Thanks. You do such good things. <laughs> and he's like, oh, look, mom's putting Brooklyn into the car. I guess I'll run through the parking lot. And I'm like, guess you won't, kid. I'm like dragging him back to the car. Oh, man. That's that kid. Anyway, great times. Great times w- were had. So we, we, we had a good time. Uh, and we got back on Thursday night, which was a few days ago. Only reason this is pertinent is for two things. Number one, like I alluded to earlier, our older kid won't stop talking about it. It's been days now. I'm like, okay, we're home now. And she's like, but I want to tell everyone about Florida. And secondarily, the time change. Oh, yeah. Lordy. Lordy, Lord. If you I, have children. I think our ch- our kids turned into t- like little teen wolves. Like they totally changed. Our son leveled up basically completely and is yes. talking like a, a, mile thir- a, minute. a third grader, even though he's two. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and he's learned how to crawl out of his crib, which is the worst part. So. Oh. And he just, and when he does it, he, he's so cute. You can't like hate him, even though you want to. He, he climbs out, you hear, Pitter patter, pitter patter, pitter patter, feet. And you're like, oh no. He finds uh, the room that I happen to not be in the other night. And I hear, where, mama? Where you go? Where mama go? And he's obsessed with basketball. Basketball! He, he hit a guy in the head at Chuck E. Cheese basketball. He's so obsessed with it. And he's obsessed with Michael Jackson songs. and um, Not just the songs, but the videos. And Cake by the Ocean by DNC. DNC. Which is a movie, which is a song about having sex on the beach. But he doesn't but, know that. But he He's, asks for it all the time. He has seen the video, and to him, it is literally having a cake fight on the beach. <laughs> that that's what it is, and he thinks it's the best thing ever. He's pulling me in public, and he'll ask for it, and I'm like, "Oh no! What if somebody's like nobody thinking, knows? There was a girl who went on Ellen, and she was singing and dancing to Cake by the Ocean. She was oh, okay. Like four. Oh, okay, then it's okay. Right? Yeah, it's totally socially acceptable. Wow. 
Do you know what's not socially acceptable? That's where we are now. When you're guys. out in public and you're on the pl- airplane, you're on the airplane on a red eye, and your son starts screaming, "Ah, dirty Diana! I want dirty Diana!" And you're like, "Shh." It is oh, one man. in the morning and we're not playing Dirty Diana on the plane because you won't wear headphones. And he's like, I want smooth criminal. And then you end up playing Michael Jackson on an airplane. Yeah. A red eye. That was rough Loud. too. That was another one. That's <laughs> like carrying dynamite with you. Like You have to pass through all those gates and stuff and check all your baggage, but you're... You can't check the kids. You're carrying huge you know, dynamite in your kids that can go off at any moment. And, and they were good until they were not. <laughs> but anyway overall great times yeah we and highly I- recommend the family vacation guys you should all do it but here's a tip pro tip ready schedule your own vacation immediately following the family vacation so basically like go on the family trip have a great time get home and then peace out for two days by yourself like Go ahead and like hire a nanny or do whatever you need to do, but make sure that you get your own like two day vacation. You're saying at the like end. drop the kids off with grandma and then us go on like a real vacation. Yeah, but like not a vacation where you plan to sightsee or do anything. Like just like sit. lay like lay, lay down. down on things. Lay down and do not get up. You've oh, fallen and you so can't good. get up. Sounds so good right now. Isn't that a great pro tip? Oh. If you have kids and you do a family vacation, that's how it needs to end. Mm. Remember when it was like it takes a village? Like, where's the village? Like, come village. I have a pretty good village. We do sometimes. Yeah, I want my village to be large. (laughs) (laughs) More people to pawn the kids off on. (laughs) Well, now you you got me thinking about two day just laying around vacation. I'm (laughs) like, that sounds great. Father's Day every day. (sighs) Do you have a good Father's Day? I did. It was amazing. Oh, really? Thanks, guys. I feel badly that it wasn't more festive. Well, like I said, I just wanted some good food, A, Mm -hmm. and just hang out, B. The kids were on decent behavior, too. They didn't totally like melt that down like every five minutes. Maybe it was like every 15. That was good. Yeah. Yay. Yay. We love you. Thanks, Chris. Best dad ever. Thanks, Chris. You're welcome, Just. Thanks, Chris. I'm just embarrassing him now. You guys could see the pink in his cheeks. So what are we... <laughs> he moves on. What are we talking... Well, yeah. How long are we... Oh, man. Chris. What? what? We got to speed through this. We got to talk about this in five minutes. Go. Oh, my God. What? <laughs> no, just kidding. Uh, so what are we doing this week, Chris? We are talking about one movie that's been on our to-do list for Forever. years and years and years. And seems like Chrissy knew little to nothing about because... Nothing. Nothing about Nothing. It. You just knew the name. No. And the, I think, na- and the I name think it, and the, the font was foreboding enough that I felt like I didn't want to watch it. I think it was just a title that I always dropped and you were just like, ugh, just by yeah. the title. Yeah, the title and the font. That was it. So we got Tr- Christy to finally watch There Will Be Blood, so mm-hmm. we'll talk about that later. But first, this movie came out in 2007, Chris. 10 years. This movie's turned turned 10 years this mm-hmm. this year. Let's go. Let's take, let's take the time machine. Kay. Wait. Chris, yeah, I'm gonna push you back into the DeLorean. Wait, oh god! No wait, you're like here. You have to like do it with your hand. How do you push somebody into a car so they don't hit their head? Can you stand behind them wait, and wait. You gently guide the back of their head in, like with chloroform? 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 Yeah. What? <laughs> it's like, what kind of cops sh- episode did you watch? <laughs> 
right, I'm going to push you into the DeLorean. Here you go. Ow. Now make the DeLorean noise. Go. Come on. Beep, boop, beep, boop, beep, boop, 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 beep. All right. We're here, Chris. It's 2007. Oh, look at me. I'm young. Yay. Ten years ago. Holy crap. Young. Can you believe 2007 was ten years ago? Nope. What is going on? Nope. If you'd have said 1997 was 10 years ago, I might have believed you. Anyway, 2007. So we're going to talk about, Chrissy, you made a yeah, list of I your, did. if all the movies of 2007 were in a house and then a fire started, ah! which five movies would you grab and take out of the house? This is big, Chris. Like not, I know you hate making lists and stuff. But I am not a fan of making lists because it's hard. It's like choosing children. Like you will, we will have uh, honorable mentions. Okay. So you're not. Gonna, are we going to go like? You're not going to do anyone wrong. Are we going to go five five four four three three? Yes. Okay. Gotcha. Just wanted to make sure I understood the parameters of what was happening here. You know. You know what's weird about about choosing any of these lists for me is that first of all, I have a hard time always putting them like in an order. I'm like, oh, these movies, but then I'm like, I don't know what order I would put them in. So it very much always feels like throwing darts at a board and being like sure that's number five so take everything well, i say minus maybe like my number one and two this is the part i didn't tell you about what i hope you're happy with your order because we're getting tattoos oh my god oh my god tramp stamp 2007 top five movies um yeah Okay. All right. Ready? A lot of good, lot of good movies. Yeah, I agree. And here's the thing: what? before we get, I obviously don't know your list, I but know. I'm sure we'll have as the the countdown guys, Paul and Wayne call cross ups. Oh, totally. Samesies. Samesies. Um, since we, a lot of these movies we saw together. So, True. okay, ready? What is your number five? Your favorite movie of 2007? Super bad. Super bad. Super bad. It's it's it, it's one of those movies that I feel like was funny at the time and holds up, mm-hmm. you know, and, and and that's kind of the hallmark of a good teen comedy that you go back in that it's not something that feels super dated. It's still really relatable. It's really funny. Um, there are certain scenes, though, like I still think of the scene where he gets like the girl's period on his pants as they're dancing. Jonah Hill's character. Yeah. And then he goes down in the basement and he gets rid of all the laundry detergent out of the, the, the thing so he can put the beer in it. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> like these things, they just stand out. Or McLovin get with showing his fake ID at the liquor store. I just I can't. I can't. An amazing movie. Oh man, I always uh, sided with Sarah's character a lot. I was like, "That's a lot like young Justin Wick." <laughs> Super awkward. I always think really? of this. I always think of the scene where he's at the party uh, and he's in that room with all those dudes, and he starts singing that song. Oh Michael's, God, what was that song? No, 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 and they like all get into it. <laughs> I was like, "That's that is." A masterpiece of a of a scene, basically. So he starts out so awkward, just like, <laughs> like very quiet, and then they get into it. Um, good pick, Chris. Thank you. I agree with that one. Um, so my number five, Chrissy. Yeah, is a movie that I saw with you and your mother, my mother in law, in the theater. Little movie, not a little movie. It's a longer movie. Two halves of a movie. 
Okay. Oh, I know what it is. Called Grindhouse. I knew it was going to be on your list somewhere. Uh, no. With Death Proof and... Uh, Planet Terror. Planet Terror. That's right. Uh, Robert Rodriguez and Quentin Tarantino. Um, Longest fucking movie, oh, movie of man. my life. That movie, Chrissy knows me. I was like, this movie is made for me. It was in his wheelhouse for um, sure. Which one did you like out of the two? Um, I think that I preferred Death Proof. The Quentin Tarantino one. Yes. Yes. Me as well. So a lot of people talk like when they're talking about the worst of Tarantino, they instantly go to that one. And I'm like, well, if that's his worst, like he's he's batting. I don't necessarily disagree with that sentiment. It might be the worst of his efforts. Our boy Kurt Russell playing a bad guy, but looking super sexy. Right. Always. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's one of those things where. I, I've, I have an objective and subjective response to to that movie. My objective response is that it was well made. Uh, I understand that it was paying homage to you know the seventies and that whole genre, and I get it. I get it. Subjectively, so not up my alley. I couldn't get into it. I tried. It wasn't my thing. I'd be happy to not watch it again. A lot of badass ladies in that movie. Bad ass some good stunt ladies. stunt work it um, is that one that one gal was the new zealand is she from new zealand i don't know is she who are we talking about oh I forget her name she's uh oh, I'm, I'm being stupid anyway it's okay we a lot of good stunt you. work in that movie uh i like kurt russell a lot in that playing a bad guy so okay. that's why my number five number four for you chris go okay um uh, it's so hard to put these in order but that's fine why are you being so mean to me i'm not being mean you just do this all the time. I'm just like, it's not like, it doesn't matter. It's just a list. You're really fine. not getting a tattoo. Go ahead. Four. Okay, fine. Uh, my number four is Enchanted. Yes. I love this movie. Yes. This is this is one of those where if it's on TV, you stop what you're doing and you just let it be on and you watch it in the background and you sing all the songs. Everybody is perfect in this movie. There isn't one person who... You think people, a lot, most people have seen this movie? I think it is under uh utilized in the in the it's not, princess it's, genre of movies with the title you could not that's not like a really super specific title no and the fact that they also kind of splice in live action with animation i i, I think it worked against itself to be honest with you in a way because where it doesn't fight its audience you know is this for adults who still love princess movies and that's you know the live action part or is it geared towards kids and the whole animated part and how she you know is a fish out of water uh we showed it to our daughter when she was either three or just barely four and she at first viewing was like kind of into it but then it was it it lost her and then she caught up with it again like six months later and was more into it yeah yeah but it's not like those those other princes. It's not Moana that grabs you right away if you're a kid. As a grown up, loved it. My favorite Amy Adams role, probably. Oh, really? Yeah. You know what's funny? Yeah. After your dad saw this movie, he was like, "That reminds me of you," and I was like, "Really? <laughs> I don't think that's true, but thank you." Oh man, that's a. But good he one. also said that Miss Sloan reminds him of me, <laughs> so I don't know. Those are two very different characters. <laughs> Oh man, and we get um so speaking of, we get compared to um some characters in my number 4 favorite movie of 2007 that okay. is uh Knocked Up. That's all the way down at number 4? Are we going to argue about our our rankings now? No, cuz you said it doesn't matter we're not getting tattoos. So Knocked Up. I love Knocked Up. Number 4. 
Um, I love it so much. Although the fact that anybody would compare us to Seth Rogen and Katherine Heigl makes me kind of cringe a little bit. No, Paul Rudd and Leslie Mann. Oh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> what are you so, talking about? So much more accurate. <laughs> we get that all the time. How could you forget that? Who do we get this from? I feel huh? like that's a label we gave ourselves more than we get out from the outside. No, a few different people. Really? Yeah. Oh, all right. Well, they're right. Have you seen This Is 40? <laughs> they try to they basically hate each other. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's we're 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 a more loving it and funny version of them, but 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 yeah. <laughs> the one scene, which one is it where um he gets she gets super mad at him for going to see Spider-Man 3 without her. Yeah, and she was like, I want to see Spider-Man 3. Don't you think I want to go see that? That is, that's something that definitely happened. A, oh, 100%. Where she walks in, she's like, so what's going on here? I was trying to think here? of it. I was like, it was one of the Hunger Games movies that that happened to, and you were very sad and very oh mad God. at me. I love when she walks in, she's like, so, what, so what's going on here? And he's like, nothing, just, you know, a little fantasy draft. <laughs> oh. She's like, so what, so what happened? Like, thought you were watching a band in the valley. And he's like... I couldn't tell you that this is what I was doing. <laughs> so yeah, that mo- the two of them, that movie, um, uh, the scene where Seth Rogen and Paul Rudd's character go to Vegas on drugs, and then I'm on drugs, <laughs> and, then the- <laughs> and then they go to their like hotel room, and there's all those chairs, and they just start they start talking about life, and this one is very droll. It's very droll. <laughs> So that one's looking at me. That's why it's my number four. Um, I assume it's on Chrissy's list as well. What is your is. number three, Chris? Um, oh God, why is this so hard? Oh my God! You know what? It's I'm not. I'm going to put Jeopardy you know real quick. I know this belongs in the honorable picks. mentions, but but I have to say it because I, I just happened to look at the poster. Do you know what it's not? And I think will surprise people because people think that probably knowing me, this would be in my list. It's not across the universe, a musical that came out that year. Nope. Well, let's face facts. You know the reason why that's not in your top five. Well, I just have not ever gotten into the Beatles. Oh, totally. Not only said like first, like what, a couple months of our relationship, I was talking about the Beatles or something. And Chrissy looked at me like with dead eyes and said, I don't like the Beatles. I don't like the Beatles. And I was like, oh. And then I thought you were like, you are dead to me. And I'm oh. like, that's not nice. My heart. It was, like, it was like the uh, <laughs> Teenage Girl Squad. I was like, arrowed. Arrowed. Through the heart. Does anybody actually know what that is anymore, by the way? Teenage Girl yeah. Squad? I'm the only one that uses Teenage Girl Squad references anymore. <laughs> That's okay. Because um, Chrissy loves them. So it occurs to me, I wish that um, I would have seen this sooner. Are you still having picked your number no, three? No, no, no. I have my number three. Oh, what did you pick? I, I'm getting it. I said, I wish I would have picked it. Or not picked it. I wish I would have seen it sooner. Okay. But There Will Be Blood is my number three. It was really good. So we're going to have to say that one. Yeah. Yeah. Your number three, There Will Be Blood. Uh Uh-huh. We'll save Chrissy's opinion for that movie. Sure. Uh, My number three, one we saw together for this podcast, I don't know how well Chrissy remembers it, is No Country for Old Men. I kind of remember it. Um, And that's one where he like put the thing up to people's heads and like... Javier Bardem. Yes. What yes. did it do? Did it shoot them or like it, was it, like a, it sucked something out? An air air gun, basically. Oh. Yeah. So it was like, Oof. What a way to go. Um, 
our boy Josh Brolin. Yeah. With his, you know, mustache. The mustache. Um, and Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah, I remember. You remember what you thought about it? I remember feeling sorry for animals. A common trope in Chrissy's viewing habits. Yeah. Sorry for animals and hey. And violence. No, no. Hey, I know that location in LA. (laughs) It was Texas. I couldn't say that. Um, I love No Coach for Old Men. Remind me of a little of the plot line. I know that he's like a bad guy. Yeah, he he steals some money. Uh Uh-huh. There's like a drug deal that goes wrong and Josh Boland's character steals the money, like the cash, like a briefcase of cash or whatever, whatever it is. Is it money? It is money. Um, and he goes on the run, basically. Uh, and they send uh, Javier Badam after him. That part I remember. I didn't remember like why they was chasing them or anything like that. And um, it's Coen Brothers. Very well directed. Very taut. Speaking of another movie we're going to talk about later. Mm-hmm. Um, but the biggest thing everyone remembers about this movie is, number one, Josh Brolin's character totally dies off screen after like him being the... Oh, yeah, that's right. Basically, the lead character of the movie. So he dies off screen in such a way that you you have to like suddenly catch up. And you're like, wait, what happened? Oh, like, he, oh my God, is he dead? He's totally dead. Oh, my God. And then you're like, oh, I didn't get to say goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> I will spit out my wine. <laughs> well, because he's got, you know, the southern accent and stuff. And you're like, oh, man, I want this dude to survive because he makes... Because he reminds his, me of me. No, you, <laughs> He doesn't run me. He's he's stupid. Number one, I know. I'm kidding. He makes some terrible decisions, um, which 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 lead to his demise. So number one, so that's number one. And then the second thing is, it's another one of those movies where it just kind of ends, just like like I have a hard time movies like that. Tommy Lee Jones is in the middle of like eating Cheerios. We'll talk about that with this movie. And he's though. like blah blah blah, you know blah blah blah, and then it's like, oh wait, that's the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. Like he's mid monologue. Do you remember I a, that? I, no, but I know exactly what you're talking about. A lot and of I, people are pissed off at that. I, ever, I, I just, did like the Sopranos, just like, oh, psh, that's the end. Like, I hate that in TV and movies. It really rubs me the wrong way. And did I've you heard, watch the Sopranos? No, but I know exactly what you're talking about. Okay. You just hate it anytime that happens? Yes. You and, want it in a bow. Yeah, and I hate it in, in books too. I've seen it in, in books where like, Oh my God, you're just like, you're reading at three in the morning when you know you shouldn't be because you need to know what happens at the end. And then it gets to the end and it's this wet fart of an ending where you're like, wait, what? And then you like turn the back page four times. Like, no, there has to be more, right? That what? You're totally talking Fifty Shades of Grey, aren't you? What happened? <laughs> see, we have to watch the sequel. Why hasn't it happened yet? I don't know. Something's wrong with us. I ha- like it's, it can be done. Like, uh, I want to know. Okay, let put it on. <laughs> Let's pause the podcast. Let's just pause the podcast and watch <laughs> it now. So, um, no country for old men. You know the ending. Not not usually my cup of tea. It's okay. the The rest of the movie is so good. Yeah. Um. Even though I, like I said, I didn't get to get a proper goodbye with Josh Brolin's character, but everything else is so good, especially Javier Bardem. True. He was um, good. I remember that. That's why it's my number three. Number two, Chris. Go. Knocked up. <sighs> you copier. Well, I, that's why when you said it five, I was like, not higher? That's pretty high, Chris. Number two, that's... Again. Almost your favorite movie, 2000. Uh, well, again, I it's like a dartboard for me. They're all kind of the same for me. And Don't you backtrack could, on your trip. No, like if I if, if I had to do this list over, I might have inter- I might have changed between like, no, not No Country. What is the other one I just saw? There Will Be Blood and Enchanted. I don't know. Like, 
put them in any order, basically, except for number one. I think the rest you can put in any order. I think your pick has also been uh, a bit influenced by the fact that Knocked Up is on like TBS. I love it. Or something. It's one on channel all, all the, the time. time. So E. It's on E. Is it an E? Yeah. Because they, oh, she works, she works at, at e. e. That's another reason I love the movie. Cause, yeah, because oh, you worked at E for a long time. Look, that's me. <laughs> and I'm, but I'm pregnant. I'm a pregnant woman. <laughs> Would that be how they treat her? Mm. Yeah, I mean, maybe. Maybe I don't Ryan know. Ryan Seacrest has how a cameo in it. Oh, he does. Yeah. Seacrest, the great Craig Robinson scene uh, outside the club. Oh with my Leslie god, Mann. I love that scene uh, so much. She's like, "You old, but not for like the earth, but for this club. Can't let a whole bunch of old and pregnant bitches be coming through. They only allow me like three percent black people. That's like one and a half." He's so good. He and she so is so good. good. I oh. love her so that that scene <laughs> speaks to my heart. Speaks to my heart about like just putting somebody in their place. Cause I do that sometimes. And she's like, doorman, doorman. I think I like I like knocked up better than this is 40. Me too. Just maybe because it gets dark in spaces. <laughs> this is 40. <laughs> So we have to look forward to. And they bring in like dads and like stuff, <laughs> oh, like all these all other the extended things. Family, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, her 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 performance in Knocked Up in particular, Leslie Mann and Paul so Rudd, so good. Oh man, Paul Rudd. See if you can hide from me now, little man. <laughs> so that's your number two, ish. Hmm, trying to guess what your number one is now. Oh, wait a second. I'm looking over. You may have overlooked something. <sighs> okay, I know what it is now. <laughs> Yeah, I probably know what it is. I'm not going to guess it, but... I'm now re- wondering if he knows. Well, if I'm going the super obvious route, um, I know what your number one is. My number two? Are we at my number two? Yes. Zodiac. I knew it was on there. David Fincher. Zodiac was great. I remember seeing that in the theater with Chrissy. Mm-hmm. And like outside, we're just like, oh, that was great. Did we see that in the theater together? No, we did not see it in the theater together. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> he remembers something that didn't happen. Who was it? You and I saw it. It was definitely someone in that... our old apartment, and I stayed awake for it, which is always a sign that it's a good movie. It. Damn it! Yeah, ten years ago. Jeez, I know that is a great movie. If yes. anyone's never seen Zodiac, amazing movie. A little long, but very good. But just like rich, like yes, in detail and you know, amazing performances. I felt that way about the movie we'll review. Not review. Talk about later. Anyway, Zodiac number yes. two. Yes. Um. Okay. So number ones. Justin, Chris, what is my number one movie of two thousand seven? If I had to give a guess, uh huh. Put money on it. Uh huh. I would say Sweeney Todd. Ding 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 ding. What do I win? The Demon Barber of Fleet Street. You win a meat pie. Yum. Made of humans. Yum. As a vegetarian, <laughs> I can't wait for that. Would you like some judge or a little priest? <laughs> so why Sweeney Todd, Chrissy? Uh, I am a fan of the stage musical, which I saw years and years ago. And I remember the first time I saw it, believe it or not, it was a college production, but a fantastic college production. And I was like, this is the greatest musical theater piece at that time. I was like, I've ever seen. This is so good. So I downloaded the original cast album, listened to it endlessly. When did we see it? We saw it together somewhere. We saw it in the theater because I knew the show and was like, I cannot wait for this movie to come out. Was that your second time seeing it when you saw it with me? The theater? No. I think it was my first. 
Oh, the first time you saw the theater was, was when you, you saw me. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. It and, was good. Yeah. And and for me, because we always know that I have issues with attention span and things like that, the more familiar I am with the subject matter, the more into it I am. So the fact that I was already so, so familiar. And I honestly feel like it didn't disappoint. I always do have a problem with movie musicals in general, that the actors aren't as great of singers as Broadway people. So that's an issue. But Depp, taking that... Johnny Depp. Yeah, Depp and Helena Bonham Carter... But but taking that out of the equation for a second, because I have kind of had reserve judgment on that in the last 15 years of movie musicals, because they're not singers anymore. Um, it was great. You know, I think that Depp was a very good uh, Sweeney, not the typical prototypical Sweeney that you see on stage either. It was He was, I want to say darker, because the stage Sweeney is dark, but there was just something very unsettling about his Sweeney that I, you usually don't see as much on stage. Like he's only unsettling on stage. It feels like in his scenes with um, uh, Mrs. Lovett because mm-hmm. uh, to everyone else, he appears somewhat put together and charming. So it was kind of interesting to, to watch Depp's performance. And Helena was a great Mrs. Lovett, by the way, She's really, really good. Some of my honorable mentions. I like it as well. Yeah, it's good. But an obvious number one for you, Chrissy. Well, what do you want me to do? Super musical. Pick something not gal. real or obvious? I'm, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. It's a good number one. Fine. You want to Hot my, fuzz is my number one. You want to guess my number one? <laughs> sure. Go ahead. Your number one is... No, it's not. <laughs> I had it and I was like, no, who am I kidding? Come I, on. I really thought it was going to be Zodiac. So the fact that it isn't Zodiac kind of throws me off, to be honest with you terrible you don't even know me at all i mean is it the movie we saw ding 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 oh there will be blood look it's my at favorite that. movie of 2007 there you go nice and i've been begging you to watch it for 10 years now well again geez the title and the font were for for what do i have to do start like a gofundme or something <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean chrissy are you challenging me to a fight no, I was challenging you to sexual favors. What? You're like, what do I have to do? I'm like, I can tell you after the podcast, I'm wink, and you're like, are you wanting to fight? <laughs> no, you oh sounded like uh, like Ice Cube, like, meet me after school. <laughs> yeah, that's me. Always starting fights. How dare you, Chrissy? On Father's Day of all days. Number Take one, down. there will be blood. Hell yeah. This is better. (laughs) (laughs) Ding, 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 ding. All right. Honorable mention time. Go. Uh, Juno. Yes. Zodiac. Yes. Gone Baby Gone. Oh, I forgot about Gone Baby Gone. It was a good movie. Oh, that was also a good movie. Go ahead. The Mist. Yes. (laughs) Did that movie... which one came out on a holiday on like Easter? I think it was The Mist. Okay, because we definitely saw The Mist with your mom. <laughs> yes, we did. Oh, yes, we did see it with my mom. And I, okay. <laughs> so I movies defi- with all three of us. I definitely remember coming out of The Mist with your mom on Easter and looking at you guys and being like, man, <laughs> I, I'm going to remember this Easter forever. <laughs> I think I'm going to go jump off a cliff now. Happy Father's Day. <laughs> Dude. Right? That movie. That movie's ending. I know. Holy shit. I know. I think I looked at you and just like gave it a I couldn't believe it. I re- like right up until that moment, you're like, oh my God. Oh my God. Oh. 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 
oh my god and then like it ends and that's the end and you're like oh i can't oh man especially after seeing kids now we should watch the mist again oh god after having kids you mean yeah no, should I was, not. I don't think I could do I it. I can never watch it again. I don't think I could do it. I, I just chop it off. I can't. Just like, oh. pretend it didn't happen. <laughs> just shoot it? Okay. Um, <laughs> just don't watch the end. Uh, other it's honor- sad, guys. It's, it's sad. I don't know what to tell you other than Go ahead. don't hurt more? yourself. Give me more. I have a couple of more. Um, what did I say? I left off for what? The Mist? Go, yeah. I, I couldn't remember where I left off. I was just checking. Don't be so mad at me all the time. Uh, I said that one already. Where did it go? I am legend. Everybody hated it, but I kind of liked it. Ugh, I don't movie. know what to tell you. I kind of liked Speaking it. Speaking of endings. Wasn't that bad? Disturbia. You know what? LaBeouf. What? Our buddy LaBeouf. <laughs> I like Disturbia, actually. That's what I mean. It's that's one of those like... movies is straight up Christy and I's alley, though. Totally. Like that movie was made for us. <laughs> it really was. It's where we meet in the middle of in terms of our like you tastes. make a you put us in a theater watching that movie and we're like talk like talking to each other the whole time. Like, oh my can god, you believe that? So this is happening. Holy shit, <laughs> dude! Yeah, get out of the house. That's one of those get out of the house movies. <laughs> yep. And and my and my last one simply because I'm a fan of the of the franchise is Ocean Thirteen. Yes. Diminishing returns on the Oh, and Waitress. Movies. I forgot about Waitress. Oh, I love Waitress as well. Yeah. Speaking of a good musical, Waitress. Yes. See it on Broadway. Sarah Bareilles. Okay, you want to hear mine? Yes. That you didn't get to? Yeah. Uh, Into the Wild, which is a movie that Chrissy and I infamously went to at the Arclight. And there was like Oh, the blaring siren. <laughs> there was a fire. I think it was a fire. In oh. the middle of the movie. And Chrissy only saw... The first like ten minutes of the movie. Yep, but I was not impressed with the first ten minutes. It's, it seemed very cold. Like they had to <laughs> totally give us a, a pass for the next day, and we just never went again. But you went and, and saw the, it on your own. I went and saw it on my own, and then Chrissy refused to see the rest of it. Yeah, I'm good. It gets kind of crazy, Chris. I'm not gonna lie. Into the Wild, uh, Three Ten to Yuma is a great western. I thought we saw that one together. The Simpsons movie. Oh, I never saw it. Um, Hot Fuzz, which you all. all you made, it, made a joke about right which you still chrissy still has to see i hot have fuzz. not seen it chrissy has not seen hot fuzz or Shaun of the dead and every time i remember i like try to get her to watch them she's just like Ugh. <laughs> it's always the title like, can i just show you i should show you posters right yeah probably that'd be better i thought i'd show you the, there the visual person <laughs> do you want to watch this so just show me the anyway, poster those movies are straight up awesome so we, you need to watch those bug which is another movie that chrissy and i love i cannot even with bug ashley judd and ashley uh, judd. michael shannon holy crap dude if you love michael shannon and haven't seen bug i don't want to meet you because <laughs> that he is straight up crazy balls in that movie in such a good way oh yeah oh bug great movie that must have been a great script you ever look at certain movies and you're like, it comes across as crazy sauce, but I bet if you read the script as the actor, you're like, this, is, I have to do this. Like, this is amazing. I know. I mean, for both of them. He, I think, was in the uh, the 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 theater, because it started as a play, I think. Bug. Oh, that's right. It did. It's, you know, in, not in a lot of locations, that movie. And the, it just gets crazy. It crazier as it goes along. I think he was in the original, like, production of it. So that's why he was perfect for it, because he'd been like marinating in that movie basically the script and stuff <laughs> um bug uh black snake moan oh that was that year with samuel i think so oh. samuel L. jackson and uh christina ricci more up your alley but yeah crazy movie 
Um, I think I got all. That was it. You didn't include Norbit or I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry? I don't think I've seen those, those movies. I haven't either. <laughs> there's a lot of movies. You'll see there's a lot of movies that either they were terrible or someone told us they were terrible and we're just like, okay, like no need. There was the Heartbreak Kid with Ben Stiller. I think we saw that one. We did. But it's like Cotton and Candy. And Malin Ackerman. It just didn't register that much. Did worst, you ever see? Worst movie? You want to hear my worst? Yeah. It's a tie between Epic Movie, which is one of those like super lame parodies, like yeah. not not funny like scary movie one or two, but like a carbon copy, carbon copy of one of those. Movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and Spider Man Three. Oh, bummer. Which other than Crystal Skull was one of the most disappointing experiences in a movie theater. I don't think I have any that I'm like, oh, that was the worst movie. Like, I'm joking about all these movies I didn't even see because I know they were terrible. Which, by the way, Chrissy has never seen those. You've never seen a Spider-Man movie, I I guess if I had to pick a movie that I actually did see and be like, that was pretty bad, it would probably be... She's not even listening to me. Because I said so. Because I said so? Which one is that? Diane Keaton and Mandy Moore. You you watched that one without me. (laughs) Did I I dodge a bullet? you. You might have dodged a bullet. Um, what a terrible title, number one. Yeah. Oh, God. Are you ready for the Rotten Tomatoes rating? Go. Guess. 10%. 4%. That sounds horrible. Yeah, it wasn't good. <laughs> and Be- I love that genre Because of stuff. I said so. Yes. Diane Keaton is the proud mother of three women, Millie, Mandy Moore, Maggie, Lauren Graham, and May, Piper Perabo, and her love for her offspring knows no bounds. Because her youngest always chooses the wrong man, she decides to take action to prevent Millie from repeating the mistakes of her past. Dating disaster ensues when Daphne tries to achieve her goal by placing an online personal ad for Millie. Why are we why are we why are you reading this whole thing? I'm letting you know why it was four percent. Oh man. That sounds horrible. <laughs> I'm so glad I didn't watch that. Because I said so. Two ones I forgot in my honorable mentions. One that like was close to my top five was uh, Pixar, Ratatouille. I forgot about Ratatouille. Oh, Ratatouille. Which I love. It's a great movie. One of, like, we should top, show Brooklyn that movie. Probably top five Pixar or close to it for me. It's a great movie, Ratatouille. Totally good. Delightful. Um, and uh, 28, 28 Weeks Later, which Chrissy, of course, has never seen. I never seen. saw that. Anyway, there you go, 2007. <laughs> That was way fun. to go, two thousand seven. That was a fun. Oh wait, are we still in two thousand seven? Do we have to? Let's just like teleport back to. Oh yeah, we were in the DeLorean. I oh forgot. no, wait, we gotta talk about our other movie. What? Where are we? We're still in two thousand seven. Park it. We are talking about our two thousand and seven movie. <laughs> there will be blood. Park it in the desert where there's no water but plenty of oil. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. I've traveled over half our state to be here tonight. I couldn't get away sooner because my new well was coming in at Coyote Hills and I had to see about it. Ladies and gentlemen, if I say I'm an oil man, you will agree. I'm a family man. I run a family business. This is my son and my partner, H.W. Plainview. You boys are a regular family business. Now you have a great chance here. My son is a healer and a vessel for the Holy Spirit. He has a church. You will be cast up as the rest back to perdition. I'm fixed like no other company in this field. I have a string of tools ready to put to work. That's why I can guarantee to start drilling and to put up the cash to back my word. 
I assure you, ladies and gentlemen, no matter what the others promise to do, when it comes to the showdown, they won't be there. There's a whole ocean of oil under our feet. No one can get at it except for me. We'll offer 150,000 for full title. When do we get our money, Daniel? I look at people and I see nothing worth liking. Don't you bully me, Daniel, please! I see the worst in people. We have a sinner with us. Get out of here, devil! I have a competition in me. I want no one else to succeed. keep doing this on my own with these um, people <laughs> imagine there would be blood with a DeLorean so can I just tell you first impressions okay so okay. first impressions on a movie that Chrissy's refused to watch for 10 years now and finally did again because it's father's day and i considered there will be blood to be the ultimate father's day movie let's face <laughs> oh wow yeah i guess so <laughs> so obviously i was uh judgy duty about it because of the title and the font and it looked foreboding and it looked like it was probably very bloody and violent and i was like Meh. i just feel like i have no desire to see this also daniel day lewis for some reason even though he's a fantastic actor rubs me the wrong way so he rubs you the wrong way he does what did he do to you chrissy he was in gangs of new york <laughs> enough said i don't know he rubbed you the wrong way in gangs of new york you you know we don't like to talk about that chapter in my life <sighs> kidding you in leo movies man i know um no he's he's a fantastic actor there's just something about him that doesn't invite me to want to watch his movies for some reason he's an amazing actor he is an amazing actor i agree i'm in agreement it's an objective versus subjective response. Wondering I digress. What this is what happened to you, Chris? Nada. Okay, go Nothing ahead. Nothing happened. Go ahead. Okay. So anyway, um, oh yeah. So it starts, and then when it becomes what it became, which was the story about this guy who was a silver miner and then eventually struck oil, and you know that whole thing. I remember feeling like uh, this, this sounds weird to say, but almost relaxed and yet on the edge of my seat because I was like oh, this isn't what I thought it was going to be, clearly. Like, this is different. He's actually, like, he seems kind of charming, but there's something, like, beguiling about. Like, I don't know. Something's beneath the surface. What's happening? What did you think it was going to be? Because you said you knew nothing about it. I, I thought it was just going to be a, a blood fest, some sort of bloody, violent movie. I really <laughs> did. I thought of, like, those movies where it's, like, 300. Like another Hellraiser or something? No, what you think no was- I thought of, like, 300. Oh. And I was like, it's going to be like that. It's just going to be bloody and war and violence and the whole time. And then not Have you interested. even seen 300? No. <laughs> <laughs> but I know basically <laughs> that it's about war and violence and blood. Shut up! <laughs> oh, Chrissy. Go, so, ahead, go ahead. Sorry. So I was pleasantly surprised when there was a well thought out plot line, easy to follow, which sounds very, um, how do I put this? Sounds like I'm not very smart. But I do prefer my movies to be linear. I just do. It makes it easier for me to follow and get into. I get it. So this was very linear. Mm -hmm. And it felt like a book. And I was like, yes, I can be on board. Um, And yet, so the on the edge of my seat part, I felt like I was always trying to figure out him 
or what was happening with like another character, like Eli. I was like, so is Eli and Paul, are they twins? Is it really, was he the same person the whole time? Like, what's his motivation? Is he a false prophet? It, or does he really believe everything he says? Like, I wanted so badly to do like a character analysis on every single person, even the HW, every single person I wanted to do a character analysis on. Mm-hmm. And it, 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 it absorbed me. Um, as it went on and he, Daniel Day Lewis started like devolving into madness. It was just like a total, like the rest of the movie could just be described by if I were typing like WTF, like with the F going the entire time with question marks. Mm-hmm. I didn't understand it totally. Uh, now that I've slept on it more, I kind of get it a little more, especially I think the conversations he had with his non really half brother about how he feels about people in general and his worldview. Mm-hmm it makes more sense like as to why he devolved into madness, but he didn't seem to start out that way. Maybe it was a seed that was planted and just kind of grew into this crazy tree. Mm -hmm. Not sure. Anyway, it was a long diatribe. I went on about this movie, but that kind of encapsulates why I loved it so much. Obviously very well made and any, and all of the technical aspects were a plus. Awesome. And Justin. So the IMDb logline for this movie, Chris a story of family, religion, hatred, oil, and madness, focusing on a turn-of-the-century prospector in the early days of the business. Whoa, so what are you doing? You're making noises. You're doing lip balm. Lip balm, sorry. Lip. Chrissy's got a lip balm up to talk about this movie. You're my chapstick. <laughs> Gosh. Gosh. Um, anyway. It's so really dry. There We Be Blood is one of like top 20 like favorite movies. Wow. All time. That's pretty high up there. Don't throw this term around lightly, Chris. I would say like masterpiece level type. Like I want to watch it again. Like masterpiece level. My my favorite uh anybody knows me, I love Boogie Nights. Um that's also one of my favorites, but this is right up there in terms of Paul Thomas Anderson and Christy and I Oh, what I mean what what other movie? Oh, Punch Struck Love was another movie Christy and I saw very early on that Didn't we had care for some that movie. Uh, words about um, Magnolia. That was a good movie. He makes he makes a lot of really um, amazing. To my untrained film eye, dense movies. This movie reminded me of a Kubrick movie. Yeah, yeah. Like there were several times I thought about a Clockwork Orange while watching it. I could see that. Yeah, and, and I was like, oh, this reminds me of that. And because I'm not a uh, like a real film critic, I can't necessarily ascertain why. Mm-hmm. I think it was more style than anything. It looks amazing. Yes. The movie looks amazing. Um, it's very, um, it, it follow, I think it follows the rule of thirds with like, you know, you know the rule of thirds with like the nine blocks on the screen. You try to line things up. No? I know the rule of thirds in advertising. Is it the same? It's probably the same. <laughs> it's probably the same. Probably. It's a great movie to look at. Um, Daniel Day Lewis's best performance in my eyes, man. Guy's amazing. He's really good. Like amazing, amazing. And watching it, I haven't seen it in a while, but watching it again, obviously he has some amazing monologues in this movie, which some of them are, are pretty lengthy. Oh my god! But but this time I was not. I was watching him when he wasn't talking, and he's like almost even better when he's not talking. He, I, I he gives, agree with he that. He gives great eye. The church scene. Oh, the church scene after... Uh, oh, my God. He, like, really... He 
Eli pisses him the hell off. You could tell. And he gives him the eye of like talking about his son too many times. He gives him the eye of like, one day I will end you. I will murder your face in a bowling alley someday, mm-hmm. sir. 20 years from now. So yeah, I was watching the 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 nonverbal stuff. He's, he's crazy I agree. Good. He is almost better. I can't believe he rubs you the wrong way. He's no, too good. You're just maybe. like, I just can't. You know, I oh, I figured out what it is. I, I just, it, a little light bulb went off for me. It's not that he's not an amazing actor. I acknowledge he's probably one of the best actors of our generation. Yeah. It's, he's that he's very, in my eyes, antipatique. You, he was in, um, Game in New York. He was in Nine. Mm-hmm. You didn't like him in Nine either, did you? The musical? Yeah. I never saw it. You didn't see it? No. How have, damn it. I wanted okay. to. He rubs you the wrong way. Um, he's just antipatique. Paul Dano is great in this movie, but oh, he is good. the one, The one part I am obsessed, which you've already mentioned, was I remember seeing it in the theater, and when it changed the brothers, I thought the same thing. I was like, "Is this some kind of like uh, multiple personality think, yeah. disorder?" That's what or I thought. Like, I was like, "Is he schizophrenic?" Schizophrenic. Like, I was like, "Because that makes this." So much cooler. I really thought there was like a plot twist there. I totally <laughs> did. And I was looking for it. I'm like, here's the plot twist. Like, whoop, we're going to find out. No, I'm Paul again. Yeah. <laughs> no, but you just like can, walked over there and then came back. Can, can we You're still Eli. No, I'm character. Paul. Can we go back I'm to Paul. the character analysis of Daniel Day-Lewis for a minute? Because I need to know a few things. I have so many questions. Not the least of which is. His character is like an onion, Chrissy. Oh my God, I He's know. like an onion and it just peels apart. And the deeper you get, the more angry and violent and... Yeah. Unsympathetic um, character. Completely. Unreliable narrator. Like, the whole... Um, Yeah. I mean, he gets... Woo! I got a picture of you, Chrissy, at the end. You did. And I was like... Oh. Of this movie. Because <laughs> <laughs> you were jaw agape at the end of this movie. I totally was. And... I, this is a silly litmus test we, we talked about and which that, was like, funny because you were laughing during parts of it and i was like oh yeah, wait i know oh, you wait. were it's a silly litmus test but the fact that i stay awake during certain movies versus fall asleep that kind of says a lot and the degree to which i stay awake am i fighting it like am i kind of interested like you saw me i was like i was up i wasn't even laying back i was like sitting rigidly up watching with full attention uh what was going to happen but back to my character analysis thing I, so i have a question go ahead so the relationship he has with H.W., yes. his adopted son. Yes. I was so torn. Happy Father's on, Day. Yeah, Happy Father's Day. Woo! Uh, I was so torn because it felt like, you know, up until, well, even even after he lost his hearing briefly, until, I guess until he sent him off, that he felt, it felt genuine. It felt like he genuinely cared about the kid and that he was devoted to the kid, even though he was using him as a prop. It still felt like he was devoted to him and that he was the one thing he actually gave a shit about. At least it seemed that way. And and then and, and I don't know, and then it all unraveled obviously with the um with the hearing. But but and then but then I got the same feeling about Mary. Like he actually seemed like he kind of genuinely enjoyed Mary Sunday. And I thought maybe he just likes only kids. Like maybe that's it. You have to be a kid in order for him to, to like you. <laughs> <laughs> Anna? Anyway. But then as it unraveled. Imagine there would be blood with Michael Jackson. Oh my God, I can't. <laughs> but then as it unraveled, I was like, maybe not. Maybe he just. And then I was like, wait, hold on. Ow! I'm stealing you all your oil. I'm going to give it to me. 
You're Sorry. Ruining it. You're ruining it. Our Justin. son has been making us listen to Michael Jackson constantly <laughs> for the past like three month. weeks. <laughs> yeah. Um. So then when it all unraveled, though, I kind of started to backpedal on this, and I was like, "Wait a minute! Did he never love the sun? Like, or I think there was a little love there, but I don't think there was a lot. I think he was he was he's a narcissist. Yes. Uh, you know, and he gets worse as it goes along as he collects more power and. But it seemed like he wanted to share in that with his son in the beginning. No? Yeah. Well, his his main tale was when the explosion happened. And he's like, oh, you know, like, my son's son's fine. Let me have, like, a dance out here. No, he said he was not fine. Somebody said, like, is HW okay? And he said, no, he's not. Yeah, but he he wasn't, like, with his son, like, you know, consult, like, comforting comforting or anything. He's... Well, you're self-absorbed well. completely. Yeah. But as far as a self-absorbed narcissist, borderline personality person can possibly be. Yeah. It seemed like, because there were scenes that were private just between just them. Mm-hmm. And he seemed genuinely affectionate. Yeah. And that's why I'm like, I don't get it. Well, I mean, I think the the the, the explosion and the death thing kind of, that was a huge knockdown. And then he almost become violent Towards, I mean, he, yeah, a house, a small house on fire. The kids on fire. Well, I guess he, the he started kid said the fire. he was trying to start the fire for to get rid of the other guy, Henry. Yeah, yeah, didn't work though. Who Chrissy didn't trust immediately. No, he didn't. He you know why you don't trust him? Hmm. That dude has been untrustworthy in a couple different movies. I was thinking about it. So, what was his name? I have oh, so the have, name of the actor, the name of the actor. So, he plays, um. He plays the half-brother, supposed half-brother, of Daniel Day-Lewis, who just shows up out of the blue one day and says, Hi, I'm really humble. I'm not asking for anything, not even money, but like, guess what? I'm your half-brother. Surprise! Yeah. The actor has a very distinct like look to him. He does. He plays in Silk Magnolias, which was one of my mom mom's favorite movies when I was a kid, so I would have to watch it over and over with her. <laughs> Uh, he plays in Still Magnolias, Daryl Hannah's Daryl Hannah's husband, who she like meets at this party, and he's like the bartender, and there's like an armadillo cake. I just remember them talking about armadillo cake. <laughs> What's an armadillo cake? It's a cake that looks like an armadillo. <laughs> what? That's all I remember. This is a southern thing. I haven't. Oh man, Still Magnolias is a major southern movie. No, yes. not the movie. It's got the, the Dolly armadillo Parton cake. In it. I'm talking about the armadillo cake. I I never heard of it until that moment. Oh okay. Anyway, plays her husband. It's kind of an asshole in that movie. Hmm. And then he is in our favorite movie, Color of Night, oh, as one of the yeah. patients the, who has the rich dad. Yes, he's like the artist. He's kind of an asshole. In that. <laughs> he was the artist. That's right. I didn't realize this until later, but the kid. Eli slash Paul. Yeah. He was in um, Little Miss Sunshine. Yeah. He Paul was Dana. the silent kid. Yeah. He's getting that too. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so that character, I was like, imagine if this is like in the Steel Bagnolis universe. Oh my God, Justin. <laughs> so, so, so answer well, my question ahead. real quick. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, what do you think about the relationship between the kid or kids if we're counting Mary? Like authentic? Inauthentic? What? What are you talking about? Are you still asking the same question? I asked a question, but you never an- like answered it. I said it was no, it was mainly for show. Like oh, there was okay. a little bit of love there. I just I answered that question. Okay, never mind. Moving I said on. a little bit of love there, but mainly he's a prop. You know, 
he until he you know loses his hearing. Yeah, and it becomes. I mean, he at the end he basically doesn't even use sign language to talk to his son. He doesn't no. give a shit enough. No, he so, um, all right, I have one more. Go ahead. What do you think was the turning point for him? Like, I thought about it last night, like around two in the morning. But, like what set him off? Yeah, but then I was like, I feel like there were so many turning points that it's hard to even like you. It, it doesn't. It's not. It becomes a, a nonlinear. It becomes like one turning point here, which sends you that way, which then sends you that way, and then there were. I don't know. Maybe it's like the in the first five minutes where he hits his head. <laughs> oh, in the well. He hits his head in the well. Yeah. There's a full like sixteen minutes of the beginning of this movie. There's no dialogue at all. Just the ominous music. Yeah. Which another reason I love this movie is the Radiohead guy. Yeah, Johnny is it Johnny Greenwood? Yeah, great score. Great, it, it is great a score. good score. I'm not saying that, but it's so unsettling. Like yeah. it's beyond unsettling. Like it makes me uneasy. Do, do your impression of us? Like what are the, some of the scenes? Oh, I can't. Like, I bang, like boom, boom, boom. like it's very percussive and driving in some points it, it, it i actually read something that described it so perfectly i wish i would have bookmarked it so i could read it to you now verbatim but i'll paraphrase it was like a fantastic symphony orchestra warming up in hell yeah like and and i feel like that i, I was like that's it that's it felt like it was all being played in a hellscape like and it's because of the um if you know um, music at all it's it's the um what's it called the the dissonance there were there was a lot of dissonance in in his score and if you had maybe taken some of that out of the equation it would have completely changed it not necessarily for the better by the way even though i don't like dissonance (laughs) it was befitting but just those first 10 minutes i was like what's going to happen i was filled with dread so much dread yeah it's fitting yeah totally fitting for the movie didn't it it. make you dreadful yeah but that's part of the whole thing of it that's great oh Yeah, amazing score. Mm. Like I can't even. <laughs> like, if you had to think of negatives, I was like trying to think of like. I can't even say too long because it didn't feel long. I guess you. Well, the ending. You didn't like the ending. It's not that I didn't like the ending. I would. I would have appreciated. I'm torn. I really did like the ending. A little denouement. Yeah, or an uh, a addendum. Addendum. Yeah, because because I, I I really genuinely am torn on this because I I did appreciate the whole. I'm finished. Like, that's the end. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. That's how we casually decide to end. But I, but I was left wanting more, of course. I wanted to know what happened then. So, you know, that's my own cross to bear, I guess. What do you think happened? He's so fucking rich. I would assume nothing happened to him. He paid off the family or something? Or or not. They, I don't think necessarily the family knew that Eli was headed over there. You don't think they knew? Or if they did, I mean, he has plausible deniability. If he has an accomplice, like the guy who came in and said, hey, Daniel, are you done yet? And he's like, I'm finished. Could it help him bury the body? And be like, yeah, he came by. I saw him. I said, sure. And then that was it. I haven't seen him. It's the early 1900s. He goes 1900s. on to mur- murder more people. It's the early 1900s. I mean, I don't think there was a ton of like DNA evidence and police work being done back then. <laughs> There's not. There was police, but it wasn't what it is now. Like cops of 1928 or what it was. <laughs> yeah, it was like late 20s, you know. What did you think of the famous I, I drink your milkshake uh, scene? Excellent. And in fact, as it was happening, I go, 
has this all been happening in one take? Like mm-hmm. it felt, it didn't feel at all edited together. It, it felt like it was one continuous take. And the script was so good and the and the acting so amazing that I was like, how? How did they do this in one shot, one take? It's I was just in awe, to be honest with you. I thought it was really good. Could you imagine drinking a large, like a super large milkshake like that? Like it's literal and not a metaphor. Do you like milkshakes? I do. It's been maybe 10 years since I've had a milkshake. 10 years since you've had a milkshake? I think so. What? I haven't had one. How's that possible, Chrissy? When was the last time you had a milkshake? I don't know. A couple of years ago or something. Okay. You know what we need? A milkshake? A milkshake. Do you know what's really funny? When yeah. we were we, we went out earlier tonight for Father's Day, our daughter started um, wheedling for ice cream. Yeah. And Justin was being a responsible parent. He was like, no, no ice cream. Because well, I we're knew going. it was like, it was late. And I was like, dude, if we get ice cream, eh. these kids are never going to sleep. I guess. And I did say, because the day before she had a smoothie. Yeah, that was, was like, right. I was like, you can't have a smoothie and ice cream. Yeah, and it wasn't just—it was like a healthy smoothie. It was like smoothie with shit and sugar. Exactly. Yeah. So, so I, I backed you up in my head. I was like, ice cream it sounds good. I'd be okay with that. And as we were you walking, were thinking about there will be blood milkshakes. As we were walking out, we passed by a kiosk in this fancy outdoor mall near our house that had milkshakes, and they were vegan. And I was like, I could have a vegan milkshake right now. You said nothing of milkshakes, Chrissy. If you were to drop, if you were to drop milkshake, I've been like, oh, I would scooped it up. Oh, so let me get this right. So after you said no to our daughter for ice cream, as we're walking out, if I would have been like Justin, look, I would be like, it's because it's not ice cream; it's a shake with milk in it. Yes, you would have looked at the flavors. The flavors make it. What were the flavors? They had uh, banana, peanut butter, chocolate, strawberry, peanut butter. That's all you guys say. Peanut butter. Bam. You Sign me up. Justin, you would have looked at me and you would have been you would have looked at Brooklyn and then gave me a look like, what the fuck is your problem? I just told her no to ice cream. No, I think I would have looked at you and been like like with my tongue. Gross. Because I, I love you know what my favorite flavor is? Peanut butter chocolate. It is your favorite flavor. Of milkshake. I know. Have we talked about milkshake? You haven't had a milkshake in ten years, Chrissy. But we, I do know that about you. You like peanut butter and chocolate, anything. We apparently haven't talked milkshake enough. Like, we need to get some milkshakes My milkshake here. brings all the boys to the yard, and they're like, it's better than yours. No. There's also that song. <laughs> so what you're telling me is you love that song enough to sing it, but you won't have a milk. You haven't had a milkshake in 10 years. I just... What did milkshake do to you? No. Daniel Day-Lewis. So you hate <laughs> Daniel Day-Lewis. You hate milkshakes. No, I'm just kidding. You don't. We'll get you on the milkshake train. I don't. Have you looked at my thighs lately? I don't need. What's your favorite flavor? Chocolate. I'm a purist. See, there we go. We're almost samesies. Samesies, samesies. Peanut. Yeah, I could go with chocolate, or I can go with peanut butter chocolate. Go to In and Out. Go get yourself a milkshake. We were near. I thought we were near a cookout in Florida. I was like, man, I got to roll into a cookout. Oh, they do shakes. Multiple shakes. Ah. Anything else we haven't talked about this amazing film? I mean, yeah, we could go on and on, to be honest with you. I feel, I feel like I like could I said, go on and on. I, c- I can't think of very many negatives I could off the top of my head. Eli, false prophet or did he really believe it? Uh, false prophet. No? I'm torn. I think he knew it was full of shit. I think when he was younger, There would be blood it where it's like the dick versus the douche. Like one's a dick, one's a douche. Just like battling mono e mono the whole movie. You thought he knew it. He you thought that he thought he was 
real. I went back and forth, to be honest with you. He had some pretty extremely uh, hilarious evangelism in this but, but that's that remember at one point I turned to you, I was like, this is a fun church. And as someone who has <laughs> been to a Pentecostal uh routine of, of or two, I've seen some snakes. I've seen some crazy shit. I was like, man, this is pretty crazy. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. See, I've never been to it. When he like, like throws that. things out the door and stuff, I'm like, All right. Oh, I got, I got like, you. I'm going to suck you out, and then after I suck you out, I'm going to chew you with my teeth if I have teeth. And if I don't have teeth, I will gum you. <laughs> he actually said that. After a while, I was like, is this being improvised? Is he improving right now? Yeah. I like I like over-the-top things anyway, and there was a couple of times I think he was a little over-top with it, but I was like, oh, I'm, right, totally was. I'm right there with you, man. Oh, man. Like, just really go there. It was He was he was theater of the absurd, and I loved it. There was one, he reminded, you know what he reminded me of? Um, what's his face? Jack, help me out from uh Thirty Rock. Jack from Thirty Rock? No, not Jack. Like Jack. I mean, like the actor's name, isn't it? Jack of the the Mousy Page. Jack of the oh oh yeah, what's his name? He reminded me of him a little bit when he was in his like theater of the absurd, not like as the character itself, but when he was doing his uh physical comedy. Yeah, yeah. I think his name was Jack. In the in the show, no. Yeah, the actor's name. Actor, the guy from um from our other movie we love with Kristen Bell and Jason. <laughs> Jason Siegel. Sudeikis Siegel. 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 Yeah. Okay. All right. So, what will be your before we get to? Uh, there's a couple amazing trivia to this movie. IMDb trivia. What will be your final grade for There Will Be Blood? A. A. Yeah. Can I give it an A plus? Sure you can. I'm going to give it an A plus. Okay. Screw it. A plus plus. <laughs> I feel like you are now in a Christmas story writing A plus 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 across the blackboard. Yes, that's exactly what I'm doing. Paul I Thomas know. Anderson, great work. Okay, you want to hear some pretty crazy uh, trivia from IMDb? Yeah, I do. Um, so in an interview that Paul Dano gave on Fresh Air with Terry Gross... NPR. Great. Love NPR. Uh, he said that he had originally been cast as Paul and another guy was um, Eli, but the Eli guy either quit or got fired after a few weeks. Ooh. And then Dana played both roles. That's pretty amazing. So knowing that and then seeing like, I was trying to watch. Were, were there any points where they mentioned that they were identical twins? Like, no. Okay. No. No. So it could have been a split personality thing for a while. And then you're like, okay, there's it like, especially if you just go takes, with it for like five, 10 minutes. You're like, okay, never mind. When it's he takes down his dad, he's like, it was your other son. It was Paul. I was like, oh my God, he has schizophrenia. He's talking about like an episode he had at some point. Mm-hmm. No, he was not. At least I don't think so, but okay. seemed like it. Could have been much more amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Paul Thomas Anderson asked Dana to play Eli on a Thursday, and filming for the role began four days later on the next Monday. Oh my God, I can't imagine. Daniel Day Lewis, by contrast, had a whole year to prepare to play Daniel Plainview. A year? Yeah. Holy shit. So you have to give him props for that, at the very least. He had four days to prepare. For his role compared Man. to a year. 
Can you imagine though? Because Daniel Day Lewis is a method actor. Can you imagine living in Daniel Plainview's skin for over a year, a year, and then plus the filming? Crazy. Not only his skin. Crazy. Imagine being, especially if Daniel Day Lewis, who is notorious for doing this, was in character constantly. Like the was it Lincoln? I'm my head. Wasn't he like Lincoln? Like constantly, even when they were when filming? he was Lincoln. I think so. Which is amazing. Like, hey, man. Way. It's cool. I, well, I, heard, I, I know, man. I like, heard on, on the set of Gangs in New York, he was always that guy. I can't remember the guy's name now. And people Four were like, score people were like, we can't, we can't even talk to him. Like, don't. Someone needs to get me something from McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> I would feel the eight. Like, he kept asking for age uh, appropriate <laughs> food and stuff. Why did you hand me this gadget with the apple on it? Can you eat it? This is a food emblem. I drink your milkshake. I drink it right up. <laughs> Somebody get me a milkshake. <laughs> McDonald's. Preferably. A lot of McDonald's. I was going to say, we're back to McDonald's. Sponsored by McDonald's. <laughs> oh, man. I'm loving it. <laughs> oh. Um, <laughs> every Wednesday night during editing this movie, Paul Thomas Anderson and company would have just steak and straight vodka for dinner to keep in the mentality of Daniel Plainview. My God! Doesn't that sound great? Wait a minute. I thought whiskey was more his thing. I feel like he was drinking whiskey pretty much every five seconds. True. What happened? No, wait. In the end, that he's drinking vodka. Are you sure that's vodka at the end? I wasn't sure if that was vodka or water. Wasted. But he chugged the shit out of it, and it was like it was like a full gallon. Well, his. I mean, he's he's yeah. I mean, he's an alcoholic, obviously, but. Yeah, I mean, he has that mansion and no furniture. He doesn't need furniture. He just drinks and passes on the floor. Passes on the floor and bowl, but, bowls. But but what murders. He, but he literally drank it like it was water. He didn't even wince. Like it was just like whatever. And he chugged the whole thing. I mean, I know because well, that was after another huge right. Like he b- cut ties off with his son. I've had I've had I've known a few alcoholics in my day. True. You you drink that. Like the way he drank it, you die. Like you get alcohol poisoning. Like you can't do that. Well, maybe that's what happened. Maybe he did die. Maybe when he said "I'm finished," it was like three different. Like he's like, "I'm finished kill this, killing this person." No, I'm ready I'm to gonna die, from die, my die from poisoning. alcoholism. I, uh, you know, years and years ago, I gave this guy the eye, saying I was going to murder him. That loop is closed. I'm done. My career is over. I'm I'm finished. Like this. Which I'm finished. Is it about? Chrissy? I don't know, but now I need to know. Um, so the 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 kid that played H.W. Dylan Frazier Frazier was his. He wasn't an actor. He was an elementary school student near the shooting location. Um, and what happened was, uh, <laughs> Paul Thomas Anderson told uh, this is Terry Gross again that the when the production was trying to convince his mom to allow him to be in the movie. His mother wanted to figure out who Daniel Day-Lewis was, so she rented a copy of, what did she rent? Gangs of New York. Gangs of New York. Oh, Jesus. In which, of course, he plays uh, the butcher, murderous gang leader named the butcher. She panicked at the idea of her her son spending time with the man she saw in that movie, Um, so the casting department rushed her a copy of The Age of Innocence, in which Daniel Day-Lewis plays a civilized and gentle man. Oh, there you go. Isn't that crazy? That is really funny. See, she had the thing that I have. She's like, oh, he's on T-Patique. I don't think I want my son to be around him. 
Uh, Day Lewis accepted the role because he was a fan of Punch Drunk Love, unlike you, Chrissy. Yeah. That's uh, that's what got him in. He was. Imagine Daniel Day Lewis sitting home and just watching Punch Drunk Love over and over again. I can't. I can't imagine that. I thought you liked that movie. I didn't like it. What was it about? You didn't like Adam Sandler in that movie. That was I, it. I don't always hate Adam Sandler. I don't like his newer work at all, but his old school stuff is good. Yeah. But you was he the main reason you didn't like that movie? I don't remember. I think that was one of the reasons, but there were a few. That's the one where they are talking about, I want to smash your face in. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. You didn't like that? Mm-mm. Oh, well. That's a polarizing movie. I understand that. Um, All right. Cool. So overall, Chrissy loved There Will Be Blood. I did. It was very good. Speaking of, you want to guess the Rotten Tomatoes for There Will Be Blood? It's in the 90s for sure. 91%. Wow. It's pretty high, right? It's a lot better than the 4% for Because I Said So. (laughs) 8.1 on um, IMDb. Um, It should be higher. 92 on Metacritic. It's uh, it's a good movie. I'm glad you finally saw it. Thanks for making me. Yeah? Yeah. You're happy? I am. So at what point should I start like just playing the soundtrack to this movie in, our, in our regular day life? Please don't. What if you're like cooking, I will, I will what if jump you're, like, out cooking the window. dinner? Like it's been a really hard day. Mm. <laughs> it almost sounds like roadside. <laughs> we have a sound machine. We have a sound machine, and one of the sounds that it plays is called the roadside. Because <laughs> if I want to go to sleep, or you, if you want your child, if your child of two years old to really have some good rest, feel secure. Use roadside. <laughs> the roadside, like honk, honk. roadside sound. No, there's none of that. It just like, it just sounds like a road, and every so, every so often you hear a car pass, and then every so often you hear like a truck. It goes, and like it just keeps going. And I'm like, this is the whole thing. So I feel like the soundtrack of this of this movie would go perfectly with Roadside. My mom, my mom was a trucker, and she uh, <laughs> that was where I felt those sounds made me feel warm and loved. Mm. <laughs> just you know what? Play the soundtrack after the kids have already gone to sleep, so they get it subliminally, like while they're sleeping. Go ahead and put it upstairs and play it, and then shut the door and see what happens. I go rain, rainfall all the way, Chris. I like rain or ocean, right? Rain. There's like 20 different options. I like gentle rain and thunderstorm. Yeah? Mm-hmm. There's like a creek creek one that's kind of cool. The creek one makes me have to go pee. Oh, that's not good. I know. Anyway, sound machines for the win. Yay! There will be blood for the win. 2007 as a whole, pretty good movies. Not a bad year. Um, Cool. I'm glad you liked it. Thanks. Cool. So, um, Chrissy... Yeah. Glad you finally watched this movie. Thanks, Justin. Speaking of movies, I want to look ahead at our schedule. Okay. So down the line, maybe in a couple of weeks, we got some, I wouldn't say huge news for the podcast, but some um, some some news that's going to affect some things in the future. Do I even know this news? No. Chrissy doesn't even know this news. Oh, my God. So like I said, it's not like huge news, but it's going to affect the podcast in a big way. So... <laughs> It's basically involves trying to um, change the pockets around to lighten the 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 movie load as a whole. <laughs> It'll work, guys. It'll work. It'll work. It'll work. It'll totally work. No, no. So um, next week, Chrissy, yes, is a big week. Okay. Why? Why? 
It's your birthday. <laughs> so guys, I'm turning another year older. You are. We get Father's Day and Justin's birthday like back to back. It's pretty awesome. I'm like that guy in Crusade that grabs the wrong cup or drinks from the wrong cup. And I you have chosen old. I'm just poorly. rapidly <laughs> getting super old over here. It's not true. He's not rapid aging. So uh, the president. We're gonna celebrate by um, watching one of my favorite movies of all time, a movie that is also celebrating a birthday anniversary, which we call it mm-hmm. Face Off. Yes, Face, Face Off. Off. A movie that Chrissy and I refer- have referenced at least forty times throughout this podcast, and I have seen, by the way. So this isn't this isn't the usual formula. Oh no, we're gonna get like this is again. Formula there, out there, the window. There for will this be one. blood top twenty face off top twenty movies for me. <laughs> I love face off. Very different sort of movie. So uh, and we're definitely going to have somebody uh, talking about with us our Yay! boy our, our boy Chris Brayton. Ooh, ooh. Not just somebody, one of our faves. Kiss, In the inner kiss, fold. Kiss, wink, wink. Uh, yeah. So Chris, do you want me to leave here. the room? <laughs> I mean, you might need to leave the room. Okay. Some man hugs. I understand. Some man hugs that can happen. Um. Yeah. So that's gonna be fun. Very awesome. exciting. Yay, Chrissy. Speaking of which, yeah, exciting things. Where can you find us on the interwebs? Everywhere. Thanks, Chris. Yeah. Back to you. Back I to f- me. I feel like most of us find, or not most of us, most people find us on Twitter at Movie Geek Cast, but we are also able to be heard on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher. Uh, there's another one that I never remember, but you always do. I. You said I, iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, yeah. Google Play, Google Play. Um. And we're on Facebook. On social media, we're on Facebook. We have a Snapchat account at Movie Gate Cast managed by our four year old. <laughs> and uh, I'm on Instagram at Chris Winters, and I could pass things on to Justin if you want to tell me something. <laughs> we even have an email address. We that, do. That Chrissy checks every. Am I in charge of checking the Gmail? <laughs> it's moviegeekcast at gmail.com. Oh, man. Um, but yeah, leave us uh they're calling it Apple Podcasts review, rating your review. Yes. Apple Podcasts. Not iTunes, but Apple. Yeah, they're totally changing things around. I get it, because it's part of Apple Music. Um, yeah. That would be great. If you do that, we will become stronger and stronger until And buy you a pony. And buy you a pony. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. Um, but other than that, thanks for listening, guys. Chrissy, thanks for um, thanks for a great podcast. Thanks, thanks to good you. Times. Thanks to you, movie geek good, extraordinaire. Good, good times, Chrissy. Yes. Thank you. Mm. <laughs> we should end it with that. Let's get, <laughs> let's get the music in with the there will be uh, Take one, of, one of Chrissy's the the song that I'm going to play when Chrissy is cooking dinner. Um, Next, like she's really and to play it at my funeral. It. Make it really weird and it's sad. Like Hell's Kitchen stress levels. Oh my god! There will be blood soundtrack. Chrissy, it'll be great. Just wait till I die. Just wait till I die. Play it at my funeral. Like make it really when you're sitting Shiva. Do that. Sit Shiva and play this in the background. Make people feel really weird about coming over and bringing you bread. <laughs> I thought we'd play some Mariah Carey or something, or some Titanic soundtrack. Spread your wings and prepare to fly. What's the, what's the song that's playing when they're in Titanic Heaven? I'll play that one. What what song is playing during? Um, it's it's just a reprise of My Heart Will Go On instrumental, and and it ends on do do do. Yeah, it just kind of like goes out into the ether. I figured I would play that. 
Is that cool? Feels dated. So you're saying there will be blood soundtrack and not <laughs> Titanic, your favorite movie of all time during the Titanic heaven scene. It's, it's unexpected. <laughs> all right. Mark Pick it a down. musical. Pick a musical. Your mom won't. She's gone from Hall Notes and she, you won't. She's really there, out of the, There will be blood soundtrack. <laughs> I like, you know, I like directness. So don't be surprised when that happens, everyone. Oh, don't do it. Don't make the kids cry. No one's dying, Chrissy. We okay. Will, like I said, we're getting stronger with every Apple iCat Apple Ow, Podcast we're so rating strong. review. We're not breaking hips. You like movies? Also, check out the Movie Pod Squad uh, network. Go to moviepodsquad.com and you can find us and nine other amazing movie podcasts that you can uh, listen to and enjoy. They're all great. Um, but other than that, I guess we'll see you guys next week. Okay. Thanks a lot. Yay! Shows like this, visit moviepodsquad.com.